BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Welcome. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. I want to give special thanks to Vocal Dental Supply Company, who provides some of the highest level of dental supplies and service anywhere in the world. At this particular point in time, I thought I would focus in on communication, what I would call the new patient orientation. Please keep in mind that it does not necessarily have to be a new patient for this orientation. But over and over again, with over 100 podcasts, I try to focus in on things that are repeatable, inexpensive, and consistently show positive results. Whether you do this new patient orientation yourself, or you delegate it off to a team member who has extraordinary sales and communication skills and dental knowledge, I'll leave that up to the listeners. What I'd like to focus in on today in the new patient orientation is when a patient typically arrives at a medical or dental practice, the first thing out of everyone's mouth is what insurance do you have? What's your first and last name? Your email. It's constant bombardment of information and little to no respect on the personal relationship and the care. The new patient orientation, hopefully your organization or office has a location 
where you can escort Mr. and Mrs. Smith to a consultation room. My personal opinion is that consultation room should be a little braggadocious. You should be able to see some diplomas, some news articles, some education about you, your team member, uh, and some of your accomplishments. It's not blatantly obvious, but subliminally, it's showing the individual that you have the status, the education, the knowledge and training to provide the goods, services, and uh, results that most patients are looking for. Typically, when the patient is sitting across the desk from me, they're looking at a marketing material that really exemplifies how excellent the team is and how extraordinary the care and service is. I would strongly advise that this consultation room be probably the most attractive spot in your office. As far as the organization, it is critical during the new patient organization to create a cheat sheet or a flow of information and ideas that follow a specific trend. It is critical that you start off with the client or patient's chief complaint. In dentistry, I would simply say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, what brings you in today? Was there a chief complaint? Once I've received the chief complaint, I will expound on that chief complaint. I want to know the duration of the problem. Was it a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, or a few months? I'll expound on that a little bit later on, but the duration of the problem, the intensity of the problem, and the location of the problem are critical. It creates the situation where your client or patient immediately know that you care about their problem and you're going to address it and hopefully resolve it and take care of it on that initial visit. The reason I expect you to understand the duration of the problem is when a patient tells you that they've had a problem for six to 12 months, it sort of gives you the idea that Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they're not what I would call a reactive group of individuals. They've postponed it usually They've postponed the treatment because of the two fee Fs, what I refer to as fear and finances. And it's critical that you pick up the personality and the psychological profile of the patient that you're interviewing and doing the new patient orientation. So the duration of the problem is critical. The opposite end of this discussion is when Mr. and Mrs. Smith said, well, I just woke up with a slight pain this morning. That's giving you a personality profile that Mr. and Mrs. Smith are not only very concerned, but they probably have an extremely low threshold of uh, pain, and they're not someone who procrastinates. They want to treat and uh, resolve their problem immediately. They tend to be worry warts, and you have to understand that that's the type of client or patient you're dealing with. The intensity of the problem is also critical. Many times I'll just use the simple uh, analogy, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, on a pain scale of zero to 10, zero no pain, 10 the most severe pain known to man, what do you consider that pain level? When they tell you it's a pain level of 10 and the problem has been persisting for months and weeks, that sort of tells you that their pain threshold is low. And you probably have to take that uh, scale with a grain of salt. If they tell you that the pain level hardly hurts at all, it also tells you something, that if it doesn't hurt that much, 
but they're still concerned enough to make an appointment to have your expertise and knowledge to resolve their problem. It's giving you a background and knowledge of the type of individual you're about to treat and invest time and expertise in. The next is the location of the problem. It shows that you care enough that you want to find out where this particular patient feels their problem is coming from. In dentistry, it's usually top, bottom, right, left, front, or back. The reason I say that is most dentists realize that a pain on the upper right, way in the back, may be much more difficult to treat and time-consuming than a problem in the anterior or front region. It also can tell you when you know the location that my 35 years of practicing clinical dentistry full-time, when a patient has a problem in an anterior front tooth, they generally will put a higher need. They want to address it quicker. They're more likely to address it completely because of the aesthetics and the cosmetic situation associated with a front tooth. So the beginning of the new patient orientation focuses on the patient's chief complaint and reiterating its duration of the problem, location of the problem, and intensity of the problem. Once you've addressed that, I think it's critical that you just lay the foundation. You put on a different hat, and this hat is more of a business person or salesperson. After you've addressed the initial chief complaint, I strongly recommend that you assure Mr. and Mrs. Smith that you will address that problem on today's visit. We average approximately 950 new patients a month in our organization. And what I hear over and over again from these 950 patients that have almost always universally left their previous dentist is the dentist never addressed their chief complaint. They focused on radiographs, clinical exam, photographs, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end, there was no time to really address the patient's chief complaint, whether that's a filling, whether it's a hygiene appointment, an extraction, a root canal, a replacement of a tooth, a repair of a denture or partial. The initial need was not addressed, and it is quite problematic for the patient to spend money, time, and effort and leave without their chief complaint addressed. This new patient orientation stresses the patient's chief complaint, the location of that chief complaint, and the desire and need to resolve that chief complaint. Once you've determined and explained to Mr. and Mrs. Smith that you will address that chief complaint, I strongly recommend just a short preview of what your office does, what they can expect in this appointment, and you might want to emphasize things that your practice does that other practices probably don't do. Immediately, what I hear 950 times a month is no doctor has ever sat down and explained the treatment and what is expected before the appointment. Thank you so much, Dr. Kaufman, for taking this time. I'm really glad I've come to your office rather than the previous office I was at. The power of this new patient orientation is critical to the success of your team and your financial well-being. It also creates the great mood that your clients and patients hope to expect and hope you'll maintain throughout the relationship and treatment. I next suggest when you're discussing what makes you and your team and your practice stand out, things in our practices, I have a portable dental unit. So although it may not apply to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it may apply to a friend or family member. 
And this portable dental unit allows me to go to your home and do an exam or a nursing home. I'll also mention that I'm on staff at four different area hospitals and provide care for people who are quite ill or it may be unsafe for them to receive treatment in an office setting. I also like the patient to know that we have the latest, the best team and equipment to provide the treatment at the highest level of care and service available. Our tagline is better care, better service, better results. I then mention, at least in our practice, what I think is unique amongst many dental practices. We offer oral sedation, inhalation sedation, intravenous sedation, and general anesthetic sedation. I'll mention it in terms for a female, we have the one glass of wine, three glasses of wine, bottle of wine, case of wine. And for a young man, I might mention we have the one beer, the six pack of beer, the case of beer, and keg of beer. In medical terms, I'll relate these uh, analogies to oral sedation, inhalation sedation, intravenous sedation, and general anesthetic. I then generally will close by thanking Mr. and Mrs. Smith for coming to the office and ensuring them that we'll take care of their problem. I then think it is critical in ending to mention Mr. and Mrs. Smith, how did you find out about our practice? Was it through social network? Was it through radio, TV, billboards, print? Was it from a team member? Was it from an existing patient? Those seven categories are critical in the tracking to determine is your marketing successful and where you should put your marketing dollars in the future. If you're not checking where these patients are coming from, I would clearly say you're making a huge mistake. And lastly, I would mention to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, was there a particular reason why you left your previous dentist? And over and over again, I hear the same four or five basic response. The dentist's office that I went to could never get me in in a timely manner. I had to wait days, if not weeks, for an appointment. Two, the dental office does not accept my current insurance, and I need to watch my dollars, and I want to go to a practice that accepts my plan or insurance. Three, the dentist is not available on evenings or weekends, and with two kids and my husband and I both working, I need hours that are more convenient for me. Three, the dentist that I see only takes a radiograph, does an examination, and then constantly refers me out to another practice. And lastly, the group that I was going to, every time I went to that office, I saw a different provider, a different team member. There never appeared to be any continuity in treatment or care, and that's because there's a high turnover in that office, or that's because it's a large group, venture capital managed service organization, dental service organization, and they have different providers coming and going because statistics tell us in those large groups, in most cases, the dentists leave 80 to 85% of the time within two years, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith feel there's no continuity of care. Lastly, it's the handoff, and the handoff simply means that I'm introducing Mr. and Mrs. Smith to a team member who's going to take the appropriate records, will do the appropriate examination, and will focus in on their chief complaint. And lastly, they will get a completely written treatment plan letter that reviews the risks, benefits, alternatives of treatment, the cost of treatment, what their insurance is expected or not expected to cover, and then the informed consents to address their chief complaint. At this point in time, the main message 
is if you're not doing a new patient orientation, think about it with your team members. Talk to them about it. And please, before you institute it, have a script, have a general format or flow chart to address the needs, always starting off with the patient's needs first and leaving with a description of your practice and what makes that practice unique. Overall, this new patient orientation should take anywhere between four and eight minutes. I would strongly emphasize that you maintain a strict amount of time associated with this. As we all know in the healthcare profession, we can get bogged down with not... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.